Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Well, a different week this past week. We got a lot of things going on, not just Donald Trump. Uh, we've got politics big time now, big. You know, Joe Biden, he's got his vice presidential candidate on board. Uh, the uh, coronavirus has got all kinds of crazy, crazier things happening. The schools have become an issue. And it's been sort of a different week, a little more exciting uh, too bad we have to look upon the items I'm going to discuss tonight as being exciting, but that's the way it is. This evening, we're going to touch base with Washington, D.C., Delaware, Sturgis, South Dakota, New Zealand, Florida, Berlin, London, Bedminster, New Jersey, and Moscow. Well, it was done today. Uh, Joe Biden announced his selection to be his running mate, Kamala Harris a 55-year-old woman of color from California, presently United States Senator, formerly Attorney General of California, District Attorney of Los Angeles County, uh, et cetera, et cetera, in the legal field. Uh, What do I think? I want to express my feelings. I wish I, I, I could hear from you to hear yours. I thought all the female candidates were excellent. No question about it. Uh, and let me say this, too. It's a woman's time. Their day has come more than come. We men have run the world for centuries, absolute centuries. And look at the lousy job we've done. Can they do worse? No. Uh, Women are more committed. That's all I can say. It's like raising their children. They're committed to raising their children. They know what to do. They get it done. That's the way they handle everything in life. So I think she's a good choice they were all good choices what do i like or don't like about her there's one thing i do not like about her and that is this recall the first debate uh you have to understand the background between harris and joe biden family friends very close her family and his uh bo biden biden's son who died bo biden and Kamala harris were extremely close friends So the last thing I would have expected, and I think Joe Biden would have expected that night in the debate, was for her to do some character assassination. She took him on, uh, and she hit him a low blow. And you can see see on his face, I can't believe you, my friend, are doing this to me. You see, I don't care it's politics. I don't care it's business. There are certain things in life you just don't do. There is a line, and you're not supposed to cross it. And I believe what she did that evening, she was politically abusive. It was her right to be abusive. It still was wrong. They were friends, close friends, and she especially was friends with his dead son. Uh, What does that mean? That shows to me a lack of character on Camilla Harris's part. Anything to win. That's right. She wanted to win that night. And she did what was necessary from her perspective. She was right. She can't be condemned. Though I am condemning her. But my condemnation means nothing. I just think it's wrong. It's, again, it's character. Character. There is a line. Most of us see that line and understand it and don't cross it. 
She crossed it. She'll cross it in future days, too. Once you do something, it's easy to do it again, and then easier to do it a third time and so forth down the line. Uh, other than that, I think she'll make an excellent vice president. She won't have Joe Biden or won't have a problem. But I don't know what the hell she's going to do in the future where her character is going to come into play. Again, uh, she has all kinds of experience. When she was Attorney General of uh, California, she had 7,000 lawyers under her working for her. So she has executive ability, administrative ability. She obviously is a smart woman. She's got a, she's got a good tongue. She's a lawyer. She's got that rapid-fire tongue. And we've, we've seen it when she went after Judge Kavanaugh, when she went after Attorney General Barr, when she went after Joe Biden. Uh, so she, she knows how to do it. Uh, again, I question her foreign policy experience, but that will come. No one candidate, all those women who were available to be selected, had everything. Some of them had more than one deficiency. That's the, this character thing is the only thing I see on her part. But some had more than one. Some had two or three. Uh, and so she will be all right. She'll get beat up a little bit because of that by Trump. But in the end, it will mean nothing overall. Except I wanted to share my feelings tonight because I do think that's wrong, which she did at the time. I still do. I, I, I can't say I'm going to vote for her. And you can't say you're going to vote for her. None of us can say we're going to vote for her because no one votes for the vice president. It's a team. You vote for the president. By voting for the president, you automatically vote for the vice president. So by casting my vote for Donald Trump, for Joe Biden, or Donald Trump, God forgive me, I'm sorry I said that, uh, for Joe Biden, uh, my vote for vice president goes to her. Uh, okay, that's enough for Camilla. But, 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 uh, let's talk about Putin now. Putin announced this morning Russia has developed the coronavirus vaccine. Donald Trump must be crying tonight. I can see him sitting on the edge of his bed, his head between his legs and the tears pouring out. Uh, and this is another example. He's probably saying, Putin's my friend. Putin's been my friend. Look what he's done to me. That was mine to announce. Him. I, we, the United States, I was going to bring out the first vaccine. Uh, but they're birds of a feather. They're both rotten. <laughs> you can expect the, the same duplicity from each of them. Uh, has Putin come up with the vaccine in Russia? I would hope so. Uh, the medical experts say today, none of them said they thought he had it. They said it just it's too soon. He probably is. There's four stages to making sure the vaccine is the one and it's right. He's, they believe he might still be in the third stage with the testing and have accelerated it. Uh, so they don't believe it's good. They're afraid when it's used. If it is used, it might be bad. Putin said, you know, I even gave it to my daughter. That's the faith I have in it. But I, I just thought it deeply amusing uh, that Putin came out with this first. And I can't believe that Trump really feels bad and probably will never say a word uh, to Trump about it. Because if he couldn't say anything about Russia paying $100 a head for our boys being killed over in Afghanistan, uh, uh what can he say? He, he sucks up to Putin all the time. He covers Putin's ass. He doesn't even question him, Putin, about Putin's wrongdoing. And I can't see uh, Trump heading him with this. But Trump, in the gut of his stomach, has to be saying, that son of a bitch. Which now brings me back to Joe Biden. 
and to the president and to Kamala Harris, but really not Kamala Harris, but to women in general who were running for, who were seeking the vice, to be Joe Biden's vice president. Uh, Biden, Biden, here's what Trump said about Biden today after Biden, it was announced Biden had selected Kamala Harris. Trump said, and I quote, Biden, I'm sorry, Biden insulted men everywhere. I repeat, Biden insulted men everywhere by picking a woman as running mate. He insulted men everywhere by picking a woman as running mate. This so amuses me, absolutely amuses me. This guy is terrific. I'm talking about Donald Trump. No matter what happens on the other side from him, whether it's politics, real estate, I don't care, his love life, he always automatically comes up with wrongdoing, something negative about the other side or what was done. And that's why he says, oh, everyone thinks it's great. Most people in this country think it's great. He selected a woman. He's saying, terrible. Men are going to hate him. And those white-haired old men, okay, who love him, are going to say, that's right. What's wrong with Biden? Women are supposed to take care of the house, take care of their husband, and raise the kids. They're not supposed to be out working and running for office. They're trying to insult us, put us down. We're with you, Donald. And so that was Donald's position. Uh, I attribute what Biden's, rather Trump, I get them confused. Well, they're both running for president. Uh, What Trump said reflects his fragile masculinity. Did you hear me? His fragile masculinity masculinity. I don't care how many women he's had. I don't care how many things he's done in life. I don't care how many things he believes he has accomplished. Uh, believes. That does not necessarily mean he did. Uh, this guy is one of the least masculine people I've ever met. He doesn't realize, especially we've now seen the kind of mind he has over the last three and a half years, that the women sucked up to him. Every The women all wanted to be with him, all these beauties. It was the power of the pocketbook. Look how much money he had. That's the only reason they liked him. I can't believe he was a charming personality. Uh, but he doesn't see that, of course. Uh, he said something else today that was very insulting. I thought uh, he said uh, it wouldn't make any difference even if George Washington Biden had selected as as his running mate, George Washington wouldn't be good enough, or Abraham Lincoln, okay? Even if Abraham Lincoln came back from the dead to take the position, it would not make any difference. No one's going to beat me. Bravado, my friend, bravado. Let's talk about the children and going back to school. This is a difficult, difficult, oh, so difficult situation. Uh, I can understand as a former father, I'm still a father, but they're in their 50s, and one of of my children's 60, Uh, and my grandchildren are all in their 20s and 30s, my 11 grandchildren except for one, two rather, Lisa's kids down there, they're 15 and 14, but children have to be educated. In some instances, uh, going to school is the babysitter for the family, so the mother can go out to work because you need two salaries to hopefully survive in today's society. Uh, on the other hand, we can't have the kids going back to school if they're going to get sick, if they're going to come down with the virus, okay, or if 
they're going to bring it home and give it to their parents or spread it around. If teachers are going to get it, they're going to go home, give it to their family and their friends and their kids. It's just a stupid thing at this stage where we don't have the virus under control. Should not be done. I'm adamant about this. And when I see people without masks and things like that, you don't know how it irritates me. We all have an obligation to our fellow men and women to make sure that we don't place them in a position of danger so they get sick or they can die, all right? So what do you do? Another problem is, is a society, and this is the government's responsibility, the federal government, from the top down, everything must come in this situation and hasn't, and that's why our numbers are so high. But you have to... How, how do I want to put this? There has to be a plan. Trump has, Washington, Trump, there is no plan for what we do. How do we bring the kids back to school? How far are the deaths going to be apart? Are we going to put plastic shields around them? Uh, what will the teacher do? Uh, what about most, a lot of these schools, they say, the windows are painted shut, painted shut. And the circulation system doesn't work, and these kids are sitting in rooms where the air becomes foul, a great breeding place, we know, for coronavirus. And our kids are going to get sick. They're going to get sick, and some are going to die. Now, Trump has been telling us from day one, this does not bother children. Coronavirus does not affect children. Well... And the doctors agreed with them. i got to say, it's Fauci and that other, that woman, uh, whatever her name is, Dr. Gritz. Early on, then we found out children were affected, just a handful, but they could be. Trump says, nah, 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 it's nothing. And, that, and then he, he got on the kick. Well, if children get it, they really don't get sick. They might be out of school a day or two, so it's really no problem. He's blind. He's blind that they could bring the virus home, infect other people. On the other hand, uh, on the other hand, he, he doesn't see what he has to see here. Let me give you what's happening already in school districts. I want to start with uh, Cherokee School District in North Georgia. Cherokee School District in North Georgia. Uh, on the first day of school, they've already been to school a week plus. Uh, this would be their second week of school. Uh, the first day of school, a second grader came tested, tested positive after one day with coronavirus. Uh, within a week, 20 had the virus and had to be quarantined. Uh-huh. Now, four days into the school week, which would be last Thursday, uh, it was more than 20 had to be quarantined. What they did was 20 specifically had to be quarantined, and now they decided a day or two later, I had my days mixed up, I apologize, that more had to be quarantined because they had been exposed, okay? Through, and through contact tracing, North Georgia immediately did contact tracing, they determined another, this is the first week of school, at the end of the first week of school, through contact tracing, they determined another 826 school children had to be quarantined. I'm not saying they came down with it, but they have to be quarantined for two weeks. 
over 800 children. This is going to happen in every school, <coughs> or at least those schools where they where they do uh, contact tracing. And I'm surprised, I'm shocked that they did this in Georgia because Georgia's governor sucks up to Donald Trump's butt all the time and would not necessarily do something like that, in my opinion. Then, 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 there is a school district in New Jersey. A big, the biggest school district in New Jersey, its name escapes me. 375 teachers have re- refused to return to work. Their position is firm. Number one, the problem, there is no defined work plan. The government has not given us a work plan by which we return to school, what we're to do with the children, what hours, uh, are the classrooms ready for them, who's going to clean up with the disinfectant after we leave a room and we go to another room, <coughs> excuse me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they said, how are we going to be protected? We're going to take it home, give it to our family, our children, and they're going to give it up, give it out to other people. Uh, it's just not the time. Everybody's going to get sick. We are not ready. It's easy to say, go back to work. But the federal government has not provided the funds to get the system going, to create a work plan that will cover everyone to limit the dangers involved. And so these teachers are standing up for what they believe in and said, we're not going back to work until this problem is straightened out. Which now brings me to Sturgis, South Dakota. Sturgis, South Dakota. People are crazy. I, I, you know, I find some things hard to understand. I don't know why people don't wear a mask when they go out. Very simple. I don't know why people don't social distance. I'm not doing anything. I'm in the house. I don't wear a mask. But the six or seven times I've had to go to the doctor or hospital, I had my mask on. And when I, 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 I didn't sit next to anybody in the, each doctor's office or in the hospital, but they, these medical places have everything spaced out. The chairs are six feet apart. So it all works out all right. Uh, but Sturgis, South Dakota, 250,000 people are there right now. It is the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, a 10-day rally. They come from all over the country, motorcyclists, with their girlfriends and wives in the backseat or on their own cycles, and they roar into Sturgis, South Dakota, 250,000 strong. Uh, Does that make sense to you? I mean, they're mingling. You think they're wearing masks? They're not. Read the read the reports. <laughs> Do you think they're social distancing? They're whooping it up. They're drinking it up. They're probably snorting it up, having a good time, having sex and everything else. Why not? Uh, live today for tomorrow we die. But, uh, and the reason is, we become a selfish society. We as a people are selfish. Perhaps the better word and the more applicable term would be we are arrogant. We as a people have become arrogant. We want. We want this, we want that, and we cannot accept that we cannot have something. Now, these people, most of these people that ride motorcycles, by the way, are doctors, lawyers, Indian chiefs. So they're educated, most of these people. I can't understand, again, for that reason alone, why they do what they're doing. Uh, but they believe We've heard this so many times, you and I, uh, on television. They believe that their freedom 
Their freedoms are being impinged upon. You can't tell me I have to wear a mask. You can't tell me I don't have to work. You can't tell me I can't stand at a bar next to somebody else because they want to. This is my right. It's my life, my body, my right. Well, it don't work that way. You can't do things like they're doing if it has the capacity to hurt someone else. And these things do because the bug is so easy to acquire to get. They're spreading it. And these people, 250,000 strong, forget about Sturgis. Sturgis is gone for the next year. When they go home, that's a lot of people, 250,000, a quarter of a million people, they're going to bring the virus home with them. And they're going to spread it all over the United States. I guarantee you, expect in three to four weeks, the numbers up of people affected in Sturgis, South Dakota, and throughout the United States. And the doctors will tell you it traces back in many instances to Sturgis, South Dakota. One of the the bike riders said, and I quote, I don't want to die, but I don't want to be cooped up all my life either. Tough shit, buddy, because if you get the disease and you die, you're going to be cooped up six feet under for the rest of eternity. Uh, okay, so that's the story there. Uh, now we got to go, not everyone in this world is stupid. Not everyone in this world is arrogant. Uh, not everyone see are blind. They can only see one way, my freedoms. Let's go to New Zealand. Now, New Zealand hasn't done bad uh, with the uh, coronavirus because They put the masks on right away. They social distance right away. They wash their hands all the time. They they didn't go to bars. They closed the restaurants. You could only have takeout. The bars were closed. They did everything. Okay, right away in New Zealand. We go to an area called Auckland. It's an area, a big area in New Zealand. And in three and a half months, they had no new cases of coronavirus. They had totally beaten it, they felt. All of a sudden, this past week, four new cases in one week. After three and a half months, no cases. In one week, four new cases. The same family out of the same house. Don't know how they acquired it, okay? They're still tracing it and haven't been able to come up with it. Now, what do you do? Well, I can see Trump or people in this country saying, eh, it's only four cases. Not New Zealand. Auckland, New Zealand said four cases is enough. They went back to day one, okay? All right? They are, they've tested everybody. They're tracing. They, they, are, they have ordered certain people to, be, to quarantine themselves for 14 days, other people to be tested, and then based on the test, to be quarantined or not quarantined. And they have asked everyone to self-quarantine and stay home for whatever period of time it takes, like it took at the beginning when this thing started, and they were able to wipe it out quickly, okay? No work. If you work, you work from home. No school, no travel to to Auckland, all right? No bars, you know, everything. And the people are doing it. Four new cases scared them after three and a half months, after they thought they had put to bed, had put to death, had buried coronavirus. We would never do that in this country. We don't have the strength, physically or mentally, to live that way 
and understand why it's good for me and you and everyone else. Ah, the ballot box. Trump is concerned about the ballot box. Oh, we're going to have fraud. We're going to have a rigged election, he said it the last time in case he lost. We're going to have a rigged election. Uh, Absentee ballots are good. Mail-in ballots, no good. Well, let me tell you something. Experts all over the country, except those who are hard-ass Republicans, will tell you there basically is no difference between an absentee and a mail-in ballot, except Certain states on the mail-in ballots will require some more. Some don't require any information. You want it, you get it. Some just mail it to everybody. Use it if you want. You put the information on the ballot. There's no checking up um, whether you're still alive or dead. But the numbers are minimal. History of elections, there are groups that study these things. It's less than 1% of fraudulent uh, ballots each year each major election that that are uh, that come in. So Trump's off base, Trump's wrong here, but he's covering his ass. He knows he's going to lose this time. <laughs> I, 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 he didn't think he was going to win the last time. He knows he's going to it's going to happen definitely this time, I think. So he needs an argument that he can take to court so he can refuse to leave the White House on January 20th. He can refuse to attend the swearing for any for for Joe Biden. Uh, he can t- have the whole thing go to court and tie this thing up for two or three years. What a disgrace. One of the nice things about our country is we always followed the rules when it came to the election of a new president and a new person taking the job, how the old person handled things and so forth. Donald Trump does not have that what it takes inside to understand obedience, obedience to law, obedience to tradition and so forth. But now here's what he did to show you the whore Donald is. And he is a whore, Donald Trump. Uh, he came out one day early last week and he said, oh, mail-in ballots are bad every place, everywhere. And then the next day he said, there is one state, though, that they're good. And that is Florida. He says, Florida's A-OK, OK? Their, their, their election system with mail-in ballots is safe and secure tried and true were the words he used tried and true he says the he said the florida election system has been cleaned up these are his words now why do you think he came out the next day and said oh it's okay though in florida because he needs to win florida and most of the people down here are old and they all use mail ballots all right uh If he loses Florida, he loses the election. Whoever wins Florida will win this election. All right? Now, Trump won it the last time. Don't know. I don't know what the numbers are. They may be closer. Biden may be ahead by a few points. But you have to remember, better than half the population in Florida. We're old people. Even 60 years old is old. I'm 85. Do you think I want to go to a voting place and stand in line? I don't care if it's six feet away. No one's going to end up six feet away from each other. Then go into a room where there's going to be 30, 40, 50 people that cast my ballot. And I've got to worry wireless disease, coronavirus is going around. I'm 85 years old. i got a bad heart. I'm a candidate, uh, not for election office, for the germ, for the virus. And so they do. They vote. Uh, they mail in their ballots. It's been a custom here. 
And he found out he don't let these people, these old people vote who vote for him by mail. He's not going to have a chance of winning this election. So that was the motivation for saying, hey, Florida's okay. But no other state did he so recognize in a similar fashion. Let me deal now with the word stupid. I'm going to go quick because my time's running out. You can't fix stupid. You've heard that. Uh, the, the Urban Dictionary defines you can't fix stupid as the response to seeing some moron, Donald, doing something incredibly asinine. And he does do things asinine. Another stupid statement, world famous. I love this one. Stupid is as stupid does. Forrest Trump. Trump, rather. Forrest Trump. And then, then here's one that was attributed, was written for Mitch McConnell, and it applies to him. But when I read it, I said, this fits Donald, this is for Donald Trump. And I quote, you can't fake stupid. I repeat, you can't fake stupid. But your vote can send stupid home. Donald, fits him. You can do it. The people I'm talking to now can do it because you can't fake stupid, but your vote can send stupid home. Okay, that's the show for this week. Uh, I thank you again for joining me as I do every week. I love doing the show. I love that you listen. And i got to tell you again, my numbers keep going up. I can't believe it. Uh, every week. And so there must be people who enjoy listening to me rant and rave. And I know not all of you agree with me because I do get comments back uh, from some people who disagree. But nevertheless, they listen. And honest expression is a good thing in this country. Okay, so that's the show for this week. Uh, read my blog every morning, keywestlu.com. Keywestlu.com takes you three or four minutes. If you like the show, you like keywestlu.com. If you don't like the show, don't bother reading my blog in the morning. That's it, folks. Good night for this week.